All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Manny Garavita going live once again to talk to the people of Miami and saying, what's up? How is your day going? What's up to Instagram? What's up to Facebook? What's up to YouTube? What's up to Twitter? What's up to all the people listening over on the recorded podcast? It's going to be back. Thank you all for being here. Round of applause. Yeah! came out to a podcast recording congratulations all right everybody so let's get down to it uh my day was pretty relaxing today mondays have always i always like to extend the uh the weekends on mondays i always try to make it a part of the weekend because a lot of people think that mondays is probably one of the worst days of the week why it doesn't have to be that way mondays don't have to suck right even if you go to a nine to five on a Monday, it's okay to walk in with your chest up high and being like, I hate this job, but God damn it, I don't hate myself for being here, right? Just that little shift alone allows you to enjoy your Monday a little bit better. Now, I haven't been in a nine to five in like eight years, but hey, you know, I'm trying to relate. <laughs> I'm trying to relate to all the people in an office out there because believe me when I tell you, I've been there. Been in an office 10 years and I know the feeling, but get this. I've been in an office when I was very young, 18 years old. I was in a bank as a bank teller. And then at the tender age of 28, I ended my career as a banker when I was selling loans. And you know what? I don't miss it. I don't miss it. I don't miss waking up and, and going in, talking to toxic people in an office because they hate you too. <laughs> You think it's one-way hatred. No, it's the whole community inside that office that hate each other. They're just in there for the paycheck, exactly like Vikes 1217 says here. I need Monday on my paycheck. Of course you need Monday, right? If you don't show up Monday, that means you ain't getting no paycheck for said Monday, right? And Mondays is probably the, the time of the week where you get paid the most, right? That's when everybody's out there hustling and bustling. You get extra appointments or whatever the fuck you do. You do extra sales, right? Because people out there trying to make a Monday happen. Let's get Monday motivated. Oh, how about Tuesday motivation? If there's any time of the week that is demotivating, it's got to be Tuesday. Tuesday is probably the blandest day of the week. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about Tuesday, but Tuesday just lacks taste. <laughs> Somebody should make a shirt called Tuesday Lacks Taste. Um, Tuesday just doesn't have anything going for it. There's just something whack. Because it ain't Monday and it ain't hump day. It's just Tuesday. Tuesday is the hump day of hump day. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know what it is, man. But Tuesday is just, it, it, it just ain't it. Yeah, and then you have to uh, sedate yourself with tacos on Taco Tuesday. Exactly, Vikes. Hey, let's make Taco Tuesday. Um, no, I don't care how much tacos you get at a discount. It ain't going to make up for the fact that it's Tuesday. No matter how much fucking tortilla and ground beef you put in your mouth, there's no way you're going to change the fact that it's a Tuesday. You know, what, what, what else can we offer on a Tuesday to make Tuesday a lot more alleviating? Let's ask ourselves that question instead. How about, um, I'm trying to think of a drug that starts with the letter T. Uh, you know, if you take drugs on Tuesday, Tuesdays will feel like a weekend. You know what I mean? Try heroin on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Just go hard. Smoke a little crack. <laughs> uh, do, a line of, do a line of Coke on Tuesday, and that'll, that'll lift up your spirits. And Tuesday won't feel so bad if you dedicated, you know, a time of the, that time of the week to do some drugs. Go out there and get your kicks. 
But I digress, guys. Uh, today on Monday, I decided uh, Titty Free Tuesday. Vikes, you're on a roll tonight, my friend. Shout out to Vikes1217 out here making Tuesday something to look after. Uh, Titty Free Tuesday. There you go. That sounds, that sounds like a, a theme that maybe a strip club should have. Uh, right, Vikes? Uh, strip club should have Titty Tuesday. <laughs> you see titties for free on Tuesday. Free entrance. As a matter of fact, why doesn't a strip club pick that up? Titty Tuesday, free entrance to the strip club. You don't have to pay a cover charge, right? Vikes, you're on a roll, man. Go ahead and start asking to uh, get some PR work at a, at a strip club. You never know. I, on your resume, you could say the inventor of Titty Free Tuesday. I think I'm, if I own the strip club and the first thing that says is, uh, let's assume your full name is Vikes1217, and it says founder of Titty Free Tuesday, I'd be like, hired, man. That's a great fucking name. Either that or I'll just steal your idea. Oh, the business people out there. They'll just steal your shit and uh, pretend like they didn't. Oh, don't even get me started. Anyways, um, let's move on, guys. Uh, so today on Monday, I got a massage, right? And I got, uh, I got this theory that uh, I think men give better massages than women. All right? I think I've talked about this before on a previous podcast. But men... Uh, I don't know what it is, man. Just that masculine energy, just massaging your back just feels amazing, man. I don't know what to say about it. It's just something magical about a man massaging your back. <laughs> they really know where the spots are. Like they just fucking all deep and the deep tissue, right? When a woman gives you a massage, man, they do it all sensual. They just rub your back. They don't even put anything. They don't put any force into it. They're just caressing you and shit with their fingernails, you know, they, and then they have the audacity to touch your peepee. It's like, who the fuck, who the fuck told you to do this? I mean, finish while you're, I mean, you already started finish, but this is not what I signed up for. I'm stressed. My back hurts. All right. This isn't, no, 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 don't stop. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> I didn't come for a massage for this. Uh, I, I think men do it better, you know, cause today I went to a massage parlor. It's in the mall. Like I go to the kiosk. Right. So there's no funny business happening. Um, I go to a kiosk. And, you know, sometimes I get so stressed out that I completely forget I'm at a kiosk. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, you ask for a happy ending and you completely forget that you're wide open in a mall. Right. It's like you got to have, you know, got to have some. <laughs> I've thought of it. Like, how funny would it be if you asked the massage person at a kiosk? Hey, can I get a happy ending? It's like in front of everybody. We're in front of a pay list, for Christ's sake. There's children shopping in there. <laughs> There's a Dave and Buster's upstairs, please, sir. Can you not ask for such requests? Um, and so what I did was I went to go get a massage, but there was a guy that I usually go to at that kiosk, right? And he gives me the best fucking cracks my back, massages me up and down, really combs, you know, the sides. It's just, I feel amazing. However, uh, that he wasn't there today. I hope he didn't get fired or I hope he didn't quit because that guy changed my life with his magic hands, Okay. And there was a lady there and I asked her for a massage. I was like, all right, well, I'm already here. Let me ask for it. And I asked the lady for a massage and she gave me one of the most painful fucking massages that I've ever had in my entire life, man. I never knew massages can be so painful. What the fuck was that? This lady seemed like she had a rough day. Okay. This lady seemed like she had a rough day or something and she just took it out on me. Like she was fucking digging her elbows in a way that, like she lis listens to my podcast. 
it's almost like she knew who I was. And she was like, oh, you want to talk shit on your podcast? Huh? Yeah, you go. What do you think about that? And, you know, I didn't want to yell. Right. Because I'm not going to yelp while everybody's just there. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm on the other. I'm like, ah! <laughs> you can't yell at an open space like a mall. Right. The echoes and shit. People just stop shopping. Like, is there something wrong? Is, is there a state of an emergency happening? This lady was digging her elbow on my back in ways that I never knew a woman had straight. This lady was just fucking going at, and I'm fucking tearing up. She was a happy ending specialist. Wrong, wrong massage, bro. I don't know what it was, Vikes, but this lady was fucking me up, man. I never look my toes curled on how painful this massage was, but I didn't tell her anything. Right. Cause I'm a man. Right. And what do us men do when we feel pain? We keep, we stay quiet. <laughs> we don't go out there and we don't tell people that we're in pain. We fucking hold that pain in. All right. So this lady is giving me the most painful massage of my life. And she's fucking digging in there, bro. I was, I was gripping, you know, that you get in a massage. Uh, what do you call those things? A massage pose or whatever those seats are. And you, they put you with your pillow where the arms are, man, I'm fucking, I'm gripping with my nails and I'm trying to do it in a way that she doesn't notice. Right. Cause you know, again, I don't want to show her I'm in pain. So I'm gripping the pillow and I'm fucking like this, like, and thank God my face is covered with the fucking thing. Right. So my face is all smushed like that. And I'm just there like, <laughs> bro, this lady fucking, and you can feel her shaking on how much pressure she's putting onto me. And you know what I think it is now that I think about it, I think the reason she was going so hard on that massage is because I asked for the other guy and not for her. And so I was like, El Senor está aquí is the gentleman here. And she's like, no, it's just me today. And I'm like, all right, I'll get a massage. She's like, so you want to go with the fucking guy? I'll huh? take fucking that. Ah! <laughs> Bro, my toes curled in, curled in on how much pain this lady gave me. But you know what? After it was all said and done, I'm pretty loosened up. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I guess it was just a masochistic thing that she was doing. Well, no, it's sadistic. I guess she was going through a sadistic uh, opportunity here. She's like, I'm going to give you a lot of pain, man. All right. Cause it's fucking Monday and I don't want to be here. And you asked for the other guy instead of me. So I'm going to be sadistic on your back tonight or rather this afternoon. So she's fucking doing that. Right. And in order to get my mind off the pain, I started thinking about the people that actually enjoy that, like people giving them pain, let alone the fetish of probably giving yourself pain. Now, on today's episode, I want to talk about fetishes. However, I want to point out that masochism is probably one of the weirdest fetishes that has ever occurred in the human race, in my opinion, because I don't understand how I don't trust anybody that can't differentiate between pain and pleasure. All right. If you can't differentiate between pain and pleasure, they are probably going to fuck your life up. All right. So if you come across somebody that is into pain and pleasure, like masochism or, or being sadistic, you better fucking run. I'm telling you, man, those people will ruin your life. That's a red fucking flag. Even worse, masochism. All right. Monsheree Danny says she took her stress out on you. I'm stressed. Yeah, exactly. Not a good combination. I'm stressed out. And then I go to a stress worker 
And then she's taking out her stress on me. So I get double the stress. I get my stress and her stress on top. Right? No tip. <laughs> no, I tipped her well. I tipped her well because I could just assume uh, how much uh, muscle she put into because she really worked hard to give me that kind of pain. You know what I mean? Like she really put her back into it to go onto my back. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, uh, most of the time when I'm in the middle of a sexual act, right, and something is painful, that is probably the closest thing that I've ever gone into being a masochistic person. Because I'm the kind of person that when I go through pain in the middle of a sexual act, I won't ask them to stop. So I don't ruin the moment. I don't, you know how many times I've been in an awkward situation that she wanted to be in, but like my butt hurts while I'm doing it, right? Or like your leg cramps up, but you don't want to stop because she's telling you not to stop. Okay, that's the only masochism I've ever experienced in my life. Another one I would say is, you know, there was, I remember this one time I was jerking off in the shower and then like, uh, you know, soap got in my eye and I didn't stop. And I'm like, am I masochistic? Why, why can't I stop? It's because I don't want to ruin the moment. You know what I'm saying? But I think the number one thing that has made uh, every single man go through a masochistic uh, phase in their life is when they get a blowjob with teeth and they don't tell her to stop. Now, I've been there. <laughs> I know that if I told this poor girl that she doesn't know how to give a blowjob, she'll probably stop giving me a blowjob and the whole sexual act itself would come to a halt. All right. If you, if anyone out there on the chat has gone through this, I don't want to be the only one that's gone through this. Okay. Let me know because I want to know, have you ever gotten such a painful blowjob, but you didn't have the heart to tell her to stop because she doesn't know what she's doing. I got to admit, man, that's, that's like a man's me too, <laughs> because we didn't consent to such a painful blowjob and we just endured it. You know what I mean? It's damaging. Like I still get flashbacks thinking about the painful, the, the amount of times I had painful blowjobs and I didn't tell her to stop. That is probably the biggest masochism uh, a moment that I've had in my life when you get really bad blowjobs and you can't tell her to stop. It's because you don't have the heart for it. I told her to remove her dentures. <laughs> Monster Danny says, I've gotten painful cramps and I didn't want to move. It's weird. Uh, painful cramps, how? Like when you're having sex and then you feel like a cramp. And then you, you didn't want to tell him to stop. Was he beating them? Was it, was he beating it up? Monterey Danny? Is that what you mean? Uh, while we're in the middle mark of our podcast, let's get into the reads here. Uh, before we continue with the fetishes, <clears throat> this show is sponsored by Ellie Venus, who is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable. And those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs. He can help anyone, anywhere, with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today, Venus, E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com or 305-335-3944. All right, let's continue. Thank you, L-E-U. Appreciate it. Um, Immaculate is not here on the chat today, but uh, there's, a, there's a foot fetish, right? Like I was researching what are the top fetishes in the United States. And for some reason, foot fetishes are up there. Um, and I even think there's like a website called Only Feet where people are actually paying to see feet. Now, a woman, the only woman I've ever met in my life that's into male feet is uh, Immaculate, all right? And she has no shame. She probably wants to give me props for calling her out on this. 
But Immaculate is the only woman I've ever met in my life that's into male feet. Okay. Now, a woman's feet, fine. You know, they're cute, got a manicure, you know, it's pretty or whatever. But I don't find the reason why that's sexual. At most, I think pretty feet just says that she's got good hygiene. <laughs> At most, it's, a, it's an indication of good hygiene. Like, oh, you take care of yourself. That's great. Right. But to get turned on by that, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's a little Jeffrey Dahmerish. Like a certain body part turns you on. Why feet? Why not kneecaps? <laughs> right? While you're at it, I mean, if you're into feet, why not? Why aren't you into noses or eyelashes? What is it about fucking feet? Every scenario that I think about a foot would be in is not attractive at all. Okay? There's nothing attractive about sweaty socks or walking around every, on dirty floors, right? As they would call it, pata sucia, right? Like I think, of, I think of sucking on feet and I think of like where this foot has been all day long. <laughs> like, don't you guys think that? Don't you guys think like there's maybe there's one time, you know, she woke up in the morning and stepped on cat shit, right? You don't think where that foot has been, guys? Like why would foot fed And you would pay to see that shit? That's fucking weird, man. I never understood foot fetishes. Sucking on toes and all that shit. Mashiri Danny says, some people are turned on by sneezes. Believe it or not, those people deserve to go to jail. That's sexual harassment. Imagine being sexually harassed for sneezing. Oh, sneeze again. Sneeze again. Like you mean it. Oh. All right. Here, here's, my, here's, my, um, here's my theory, guys. Um, people that are into these kinds of fetishes, their sex life must really suck. I'm just going to say it straight up. I'm going to tell you right fucking now, how bad is your sex life that you get turned on by these things, man? There's something wrong, right? Because sex is amazing by itself. Curse and Blessing says, I trust booties more than I trust feet. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. Booties... I can see why booties and breasts are, are attractive body parts. And I think they're attractive for two separate reasons. So number one, I think the reason why breasts are attractive is because males don't have them. At least those that are in shape. Not, not shunning those that, not shunning the men that have breasts. I'm just saying, since guys don't have breasts naturally, uh, we like seeing them, you know? And it's also that motherly thing. I mean, whatever the, the Oedipus complex, what's the name of the thing where you... Ah, whatever. I'm not getting into that. Um, all I'm saying is that I think, I think the reason why male men love boobs is because they don't have them. So when you see them, it's like, oh shit, I don't have those. Let me play with that. <laughs> now, the second reason as to why uh, asses are considered attractive is because I guess a big ass reminds men about the sexual pleasures of doing a doggy. I'm just saying, maybe that's the reason, right? Because ass and vagina go hand in hand because they're right next to each other. But feet, I have feet, right? <laughs> There's nothing different about a woman with feet. It's like, okay, yeah, you got feet, sweetheart. Good. <laughs> I never understood that shit. Man. It's like, I got them shits too. I could just manicure my own. I could just pedicure my own feet and stare at that shit. And let me give you guys, let me give you guys a, a little piece of advice for the guys out there that want to make an extra buck. Uh, go on only feet and try to make your foot as feminine as possible. <laughs> 
You never know. Somebody might buy them shits. You just fucking get a random photo of a woman and then you go on only feats and you say, this is the model. Maybe just pay a model a, a, a royalty fee. You're like, just let me use your likeness one time. I'll give you 20% of anything I sell on only feats, but don't worry, sweetheart. It'll be my feet pedicured with a filter on. Next thing you know, people are buying them shits. That's a great business idea. And then you give the model a slice of that and everybody's happy and they'll never know. They'll never know. Shout out to all the guys that have actually done this, because now that I think about it, this sounds like something that you can get away with. You know what I mean? Somebody out there jerked off to men's feet and they don't know it. <laughs> Yo, they should do a documentary about guys that got away with selling feet pics to mother males. And then, you know what they should do? It, like in the episode of being of like catfish, you know how catfish that show, you know, that, that show that, that where they like follow people that they're about to get catfished on a date. They should do a documentary like that where they expose uh, people that are selling males feet pigs and posing them as women pigs and talk to the people that actually bought them. It's like, you know, you jerked off to males feet, right? And then it's just like, no. You just see the reaction of the guy on camera like, oh, my God. No. Turn the cameras off. Turn the cameras off. <laughs> I'd watch that shit. You jerked off to males to men's feet. Oh, oh my God. He's just there like sweating, like, oh my God. <laughs> just in shock. Uh, what's up, big Jish? AG Customs, welcome. Monshree Danny says, I mean, it's weird, but at the same time, I found one guy's masculine hands attractive ones. Well, I mean, what can those hands, what, what them hands do? What, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, you know, um, my ex told me my hands were attractive too. weird. I got very little hands, but something about my hands. I don't know. Girls like it. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things I grew like, you know, guys like thigh brows, right? That's a weird thing. You know what thigh brows are? The little curves uh, between the thigh and the, uh, the belly. When you like kneel in a certain position, you could see that, that cut or that fold. Some guys are into that shit. You know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I got to admit, it's almost like thigh cleavage. It's not bad, you know? Um, Vikes says, Titty Free Tuesday and Freaky Feet Friday. There you go, Vikes. You're on a roll, man. I'm telling you. Uh, sign up to doing PR work for strip, uh, strip club. You'll kill it. Especially now at the curfew. Oh, did you guys hear the news? Miami curfew is being lifted. That's crazy. So now we're going back out there, going hard. We're just going to go out there and just act like a pandemic didn't just happen. 2020 was one big blur without a nightclub, right? I mean, it's already bad enough that we go out drinking in Miami, right? Like that's our culture. Just go out and get blackout drunk and go hang out and shit. And then now that they're going to lift curfew. It's like, ah, back to our regularly scheduled blackout. <laughs> um, Monterey Danny says, met a chick who got paid like $300 for a guy to jerk off in person to her feet. All right, but I mean, the fact that she got in the car drove there is already like that's dangerous territory like who the fuck does that was there a bouncer <laughs> was there a bodyguard involved in this because it sounds like that's dangerous man you know yeah drive over my house so i could jerk off to your feet and then you just start jerking off it's like that sounds like it sounds like your life's in danger sweetheart be careful for 300 dollars, you're gonna put your life in danger all right big G big just says uh people are into some freaky ass shit bro i'm not even done I still got more here to talk about, man. So let's talk about bondage. Um, 
I once dated I once dated a girl years ago that said she was into bondage because she read that book Fifty Shades of Grey, um, or as I like to call it, I shouldn't say it. Uh, new twenty twenty one fetish is face masks. I don't know, man. Post pandemic puteria. It's going. We're going hard, man. Miami is going to be unstoppable. So uh, bondage. This girl wanted to try bondage. So this girl, this girl that I really liked, she was freaky by nature, right? Now I'm. Call me old fashioned, but I think sex by itself is great, right? Like I don't need to do extra shit to make sex great. Like sex should be great. It's exciting. You're naked. You're plowing away. You're doing what you got to do, right? But then once you start bringing in ropes and leather masks and gags, it's like, what the fuck is this? You got a whole kit for sex, right? What's up, Shadaline Jackson? We're here talking about uh, fetishes. So, you know. She had this fantasy where she wanted to bring ropes and she wanted me to tie her up and like do these weird, she wanted to get like hogtied, right? So it's like, I don't have, I don't have this thing, like this thing that you want me to do, this isn't mutual, right? It's like, you want me to just to hogtie you up like I'm in a fucking farm <laughs> and just fucking lay you down on the bed and you're just all fucking like gagged up with a blindfold on and you got like these ropes all over your body. I can't even touch your body because there's so much nylon wrapped around you. Right. Why do you need to be tied up to get turned on? First of all, for those that are into BDSM, let's really ask that question. What is it about being tied up that is such a turn on? Like, aren't you tied up enough in life? You know, like you're chained to your desk from nine to five. Right. You're stuck in traffic. And now you want to be in a bind during sex. Sex should be a release from everyday life. But instead, you're making it a bind. It's like I'm binded everywhere else. And now I want to be binded in the bedroom too. Why? <laughs> I don't understand that. <laughs> oh, man. Walter says, I wouldn't tie a woman. It might be a sting operation. Bro, wait until I get into choking. All right. I know we've come, as is guys, women love choking. I've never met a guy that says he's into choking, but I met women that are into choking. Um, and choking is probably one of the things that I will never do because I was traumatized by a sexual partner a long time ago. And I think I have a theory that those that are into choking are really into serial killer documentaries, right? Like if you ever wonder if the reason why people watch those things, I think it's because they have like some sort of fantasy of surviving and the thrill of surviving a potentially harmful serial killer situation. I really think that this is some Freudian fucking thing that no one is talking about where serial killer documentaries and being choked in the bedroom go fucking hand in hand because it's some sort of weird fetish of a thrill where it's like pretend you're killing me while we're fucking it's like what what choking is the best never it's a power trade-off weird weird what why you know what you know what i prefer is the power trade-off how about me how about me just thrusting huh <laughs> How about me just thrusting on your back? How's that as a power trade-off? And you know what's great? It's an on and off trade-off. It doesn't happen just once. And I just fucking hold you and stare at you. What do you think about that power, huh? This girl, man, she asked me that she wanted to get choked. So I awkwardly put my gentle, sweaty palm around her neck, right? And she's like, not, not, the, not the windpipe. Go for the arteries on the side and squeeze. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? Right? There's nothing sexy about that <laughs> she specifically said the words windpipe and arteries 
That's not dirty talk. Okay. That's autopsy talk. <laughs> That's fucking traumatizing. There's nothing sexual about saying the words windpipe and arteries during a sexual act. All right. I'm just saying. What a weird fucking thing to be into. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. If a girl says choke me, I'm done. I'm fucking like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to go choke the chicken instead. <laughs> That's what I'm choking. I'm choking myself out of this. Um, now, there's, now, there is one fetish that I do uh, think is pretty good. Um, uh, Vike says the orgasm is supposed to be more intense. Well, you know what? That's a good point. Because I always think that the woman's orgasm is a lot more powerful than the male's orgasm. Right. Because like when a woman orgasms, like her whole body is like involved. As a matter of fact, I am very uh, I envy a woman's orgasm because a woman's orgasm looks like it's amazing. Right. Like a guy's orgasm. is very lackluster. Like the way I the way I orgasm is very like I just take a deep breath. <laughs> I just go. <sighs> you know, give her a little pat. <laughs> that was good. Uh, it's almost like a yawn, right? When, when, a, when a guy busts a nut, he's just there like, that was great, right? When a girl orgasms, it's like, you know, shaking and shit, like a fish out of water. You're like, what is that? How come I can't, how come I can't come like that, right? <laughs> uh, a guy's orgasm is very, I just, I just uh, stood up a little too fast from the couch. <laughs> it's very like, oh, wow. Woo. All right, back at it. <laughs> What's up, Lola? Curse and Blessing says, one time I was choking a girl and she hit uh, and she hit and said, you are choking in me for real. I can't breathe. I'm like, is that not what you wanted? Uh, you might want to spell check that, Walter. Now, can I have a sandwich? No, I wouldn't say that. Come on, man. You want her to come back, don't you, Vikes? Um, one one. Th- I'll leave you guys with this. One last thing that I will say about fetishes that is acceptable, in my opinion, is uh, threesomes, man. I think threesomes are by far uh, very acceptable forms of a fetish. <laughs> like, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But I draw the line with two guys. Though. Two girls, fine. You know, but two guys. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being gay. But I mean, like, if you know, if you're clapping some cheeks and the first thing that comes to mind is like, I wish my boy was in front of me right now while doing this. You might have a foot in the closet. Uh, now I'm just, again, before cancel culture steps in here and starts, hey, you know, what do you mean by that? There's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm just saying, you know, consider the fact that if you are asking for another man to be involved while you have sex with a woman, it's like, you might have a little bit of curiosity. And there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, you know, it's a little questionable, you know? Um, and the reason why I say this is because I feel like masculinity is extremely fragile. Masculinity is like, it could be taken away so quickly Um, because like, have you noticed like a woman can kiss or a woman can have sex with each other and they'll still keep their feminine card, right? Like a woman can have sex with another woman and she'll still be straight. But if a guy has sex with another guy, it's fucking over, right? Now, now that, now that I'm gay, uh, depends, does he have feminine feet? (laughs) That's hilarious. Now, not that I'm gay or anything like that, but, you know, there's a side of me that wishes Mother Nature allowed uh, uh, men on men interaction uh, so that we can get our sexual prowess out of our system. Right. Because the same way a woman does it. Right. And just gets it out of her system. 
Guys can't do it. Our bodies doesn't want, our bodies don't want it. Our body, straight men, of course, our bodies don't want that. And our, and it's not a social norm to do it. So it's like, we don't, right. But imagine if we could, or imagine if our bodies allowed it. <laughs> I'm thinking real, I'm really out of, out, of my, out of my element here. I'm just thinking, you know, as, as an inquiring, as an inquisitive comedian, imagine if males were to hook up with each other and you'll still be straight after the fact, right? The same way women do it. Imagine if guys can do it. Imagine how our libidos will be completely satiated. We would be living in a different society if men can hook up with each other because men won't be succumbing to women for pleasure because we could just give it to ourselves. Like, have you seen two gay guys hook up on Grindr? It's like this, they hook up on the same day. Hell, they don't even go on a date. They just see somebody at the gym, right? They get the notification. They're like, hey, uh, you want me to spot you? And then you want to go uh, to the back and blow me? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got two sets left. All right, let's do this shit. <laughs> right? And that's because two males are, are, are in, you know, they're in that. They're in that whole, like, let's just do this, right? And get it out of the way. Now, imagine if straight guys can do it with each other. We get our shit out of the way. We wouldn't be succumbing to women anymore to get off. Whole different society. Uh, Sir Giam, what's up? E.B. Chastner. Bikes, that's what prisons are for. Oh, that's the worst, man. Um, what's the name of that guy, the booty warrior? Have you ever seen that guy, uh, that, that meme where it's like, he's like, uh, all right, I'm going to be honest. I want you and I'm going to get you or something like that. It was hilarious. I don't know. Look up booty warrior. Uh, awesome meme. Very funny. Um, <clears throat> all right. Last but not least, um, I really think that if your penis stops working, guys, there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's nothing wrong with your, pe- with your penis not working anymore. I actually believe that um, once your dick stops working, uh, that's when you experience true freedom. All right? Now, hear me out. Guys, there's a reason why your dick stops working when you're old. All right? Because it's in direct correlation with how wise you are. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you guys right now, like the wiser you get, the softer your penis gets. I'm telling you, man, it, call me crazy. But the more wise a man gets, the less he needs his dick. All right. Because when that happens, you're finally free. You're free. Now, I don't know why guys chase to keep their penises working like they buy fucking pumps, blue chew, Viagra. Right. I don't know. I don't know why you guys don't allow it to happen, right? Let your dick go soft and let it die. Because once your dick takes a step back, you're free. You no longer think about sex that way anymore. You, you, now, you now philosophize better. You look at women and you question their sexualities more. And you, and you look at, you know, a girl grinding on, on TikTok or a girl doing these things. And you're just like, why is she doing that? Because your dick is no longer like, Oh my God, I want that. I want to be inside that, right? That's your dick when it's working, right? Oh my God, how awesome would it be if I just clapped those cheeks, right? But when your dick gets soft, it actually starts rubbing its chin along with you. Like, why is she like this? (laughs) Dude, because I'm telling you, man, now that I'm 35, all right, and I'm pushing 40, I can feel it happening in real time. Like, I don't chase as much as I used to. And it's a fucking blessing. 
It's amazing to see myself walking away from women that aren't to my standards because us guys, man, we succumb to women to, that aren't even close to our standards because our dick is like, but do it, but do it though, but do it. When your dick gets soft, your dick is like, we really don't need this girl. <laughs> and you get this absolute rush of freedom where it's like, I just walked away from some pussy. Wow. <laughs> I just walked away from that. I could have hit that. And I said, no, that's crazy. <laughs> so guys, I'm telling you, man, count down the days. Count down the days when your dick stops working. When you wake up one day, all right, and your dick is just like, you know what? We don't got to do this anymore. You're just like, finally. Oh, my God. My day has come. It's the same thing as puberty. Right? You know, one day you wake up, you got a little, you know, you got some chest hair, you got some facial hair, you got some pubes or something, right? You wake up one day and you got puberty. Your, your body is not ready to have sex. But on the day that you see a naked body and your dick doesn't get hard, that's like the second puberty. <laughs> that's like the day that you've been told would come. Finally, free at last, free at last. I don't need us to come to this shit no more. I'm free. Now I can go paint. I could be a photographer. I can go live my dreams to its fullest without having uh, sex get in the way. Thank God. Paradise awaits. All right. That's it, everybody. Oh, I stood around long enough just to get a badge. Shout out to Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Um, yeah, guys, support the podcast. Buy a badge. Hook it up. Um, you know. I do this out of, out of the love of my heart, all right, to make you laugh. All right, so today uh, we talked about getting painful massages, fetishes, and sexuality. What more could you ask for? Sarah says, those things have a mind of your, of your own and it'll never set you free. Exactly. And once they do set you free, Sarah, you're just one step closer to heaven, right? When your dick stops working, it's like, I hear you calling my name, God. I'm coming home. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's it for the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m. Remember, we go live every day-ish to talk to the people of Miami about anything you want. So if you guys have a, a topic or a theme that you guys want to touch on, send me a DM. Let's make it happen. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great night. Oh, don't forget, tonight, Red Bar. Tomorrow, Sweet Caroline. Uh, Wednesdays at Focal starting in May. Thursdays, the Urban Laugh Lounge. Uh, Fridays at Fundamension. And Sundays at Tipsy Flamingo. We're currently working with a Saturday venue. Let's see if it works. We'll see. All right. But just go to MiamiComedy.com. Subscribe to the podcast as well. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.